assistant basketball coach, uh, assistant head coach, something like that, former player and uh, son to the head coach. He's got a lot of titles and roles and whatever it might be. And uh, he was an assistant uh, recruiting assistant in July, and that's Tyler Underwood. Tyler Underwood joins us. Tyler, how are you doing today? Doing great. Excited to be on the show and uh, look forward to talking. So Tyler, I, you know, I missed you Saturday. I was really hoping to see you last Saturday when your when your dad was at the state fair and and you didn't make it down. So I, I got to send you a couple pictures uh, so you can hold that over your dad's head of him showing a heifer and uh, at the Illinois State Fair and the Hereford Show. That's pretty wild. That was a heck of a deal. I mean, I got on Twitter and it's all over my Twitter page, and you know, I know he had a blast. So uh, the heifer looked good. I don't. I, the heifer definitely looked better than he did. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> next next year you can be the uh maybe next year you can come down and we'll, we'll get you each one i I, t I actually joked with chester i was going to get him a, to show a bull next year and he he's ready to do it i think he might wrestle the bull i don't know if he'll show it you know knowing chester you know it's hard telling and i'm i'm taking i'm taking chester in that wrestling match <laughs> me too me too definitely he's tough so hey you know new position you've gone from a player to kind to a you know more of a to a coaching role and um you got to go out in July. How, how great was it to be out as kind of an evaluator and recruiter in July? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was uh, not something I expected, obviously, but was super thankful for the opportunity. Um, was a great learning experience for me, uh, just being able to get out there, kind of learn the, the ins and outs of the road. Um, but, but thought it was a great experience. Got to watch a lot of good basketball. Um, got to get used to evaluating. Uh, so I think, I think it was overall a great experience for me. Um, I know what I, I think obviously being around my dad my whole life, knowing what he likes in a player. Um, I remember growing up as a little kid going on the road with him and him asking me what I think and what he sees. Uh, so it's something I, I, I've, I'm familiar with and I, I kind of was brought up through it. Uh, so to finally be able to get to get out there and do it on my own was a really cool experience. And then getting to wear the eye and do all that, you know, I take a great deal of pride in that. So it was a great summer for me. I uh, was super fortunate for the opportunity and uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And most importantly, you got to talk to me a lot. So that, that was good for you. You know, so right. So we got that, was, that. that was the best. That best was the best part, part. right? Always. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, uh, as you how do you transition? I mean, you went from a player. I mean, you're one of the guys, you know, for the last couple of years. And now you're now you're one of the other guys, you know, kind of on the other side of the right. spectrum. How, how's that transition uh, for you? Uh, it's, it's been a good transition. I think kind of the first step was, you know, talking to the guys on the team a little bit about it, uh, letting them know that I wasn't going to take the extra year. and was going to transition into the coaching side um, so that things were going to be a little different. That doesn't mean um those friendships and bonds aren't still there they're just gonna uh be changed a little bit um but i still want to see them succeed i still want to see the program succeed i'm gonna do everything they can to, to help them achieve their dreams uh and, and as well as uh, win games with, with the program and uh our guys were very understanding uh easy on me uh there hasn't really been that big of a change in terms of i always felt like i was a uh extension of my dad as a player and tried to really push home what hammer home what he wanted uh, and now I'm just doing that from the sidelines instead of on the court but it's been a, tr a smooth transition and I'm excited to keep uh, churning away at it. 
there's kind of a it, it's kind of interesting in, in you've transitioned from player to coach one of the players that you've got a chance to to you got to guard you know Andre Carbello you know last year and you got to play against him and you got to do things with him and you've seen his maturation and development over the past year and how do you he's one of those guys that for me and just watching from the outside a little bit he's got it's got to be difficult to coach him sometimes because he sees things that maybe you don't even see as a coach on he just he, he finds holes that aren't really there I remember Chester showed me a video of a uh, a drill and it was like there was nothing there and all of a sudden the ball went through two guys and the guy's dunking on the other end and you're like how did that ball go through there and so is 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 it difficult to coach him or is it just like so exciting it's like a kid in a candy store well it's definitely easier to coach him than it is guard him <laughs> so from that standpoint it's an improvement but no bellows actually he's, he's a, a great guy to talk basketball with he's very cerebral He's always thinking the game. He has an unbelievable knowledge of the game. Um, and sometimes, like, he's a sophomore now. He's, he's been in the program in a year. So what, what comes with that is a little more freedom and, and trust to do the right thing. So he's such an instinctual basketball player. Um, you kind of just have to let him go and make plays. And then, you know, if, if there's something that you, that you don't see or you thought it was a bad read, you pull him over the side. What, what did you see there? What, like, why? and kind of talk through with it. Okay, well, maybe this time let's look at that or this and that. He, he's a great guy to talk basketball with. He's very coachable. He wants to get better. Um, so there's a give and take there. And, and he's done a great job this summer of, of talking to, to the coaching staff of what he sees and what he likes. And it's more of a, a, a conversation than anything else with him. Another guy that obviously you uh, knew a lot, knew very well and spent a lot of time with uh, is now – signed his NBA contract um, today, and that's Io DeSumo. Uh, it, how excited were you for Io? You know, you got to watch him in the summer league a little bit and uh, talk about his maybe uh, what your thoughts are about Io and his opportunity to play and also play in Chicago. What a great what a great deal for him. Uh, so happy for him. Uh, the progress he made over his three years here uh, is truly, truly remarkable, and it's, it's credit to him because a lot of guys that come in with those – with, with high rankings, they may not want to work or they want to have all the answers. Uh, the one thing about Io is he's just an unbelievable kid and in and, and every facet. He wanted to listen. He wanted to get better. and He was all about winning. Um, and I think the Bulls will see a lot of those same traits. Um, he's so happy for him being in Chicago. Like he would always, he was a Bulls fan. Like we'd always mess with him about the Bulls in the past. Uh, he's gonna, he means so much to that city. He's going to continue to represent the University of Illinois in the city of Chicago. And I'm happy for him that he gets to do it living out a childhood dream. So as you, as you kind of look at um, the, the, the progress that's, that's happened in this program, I mean, you, you've been here from the beginning and it wasn't so much fun those first couple of years. And now it's become, you know, you're, you're a top 10 team. I mean, you've been a top 10 team last year and you're going to be a, at least a top 15 to preseason team. And, you know, with the returners and, and you feel really good about where the program is recruiting. Well, everything's going well. Was there a moment during that when you said, all right, this is it. We, we, we broke the threshold. We, it was that we went over the, we got over the hill, over the hump. Was there a moment that you recall during that time? Um, it was definitely, uh, and kind of in that second part of the COVID year, you know, we had some early struggles. We felt like we weren't playing our best basketball, um, and, and, and then kind of in that, that big 10 stretch there, I truly felt like we embodied one of my dad's teams. We were the hardest playing team. We were diving on the floor for loose balls. 
Uh, we were doing the little things that that equate to winning. Um, and once you once those things are ingrained in your culture, it's, it's becomes much easier to sustain. You're not just relying on a good shooting night or another team shooting bad. You're, you're built to win and you're built to win championships. Um, and I think when that kind of clicked, you know, winning is contagious. Guys like winning. Um, so that I, I, I don't have any, maybe the Michigan game at Michigan, that was a huge win. And that's kind of like, okay, we belong. Uh, and we just kind of kept it rolling. And, and I don't think we'll look back. And I think some of those little things are ingrained in our culture now. It's not a teaching moment. That's just what we do. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah, it's definitely uh, gotten there. And you feel really good about where the program is right now. Anybody from the outside Absolutely. looking in. Um, all right, 30 for 30. We've got Tyler Underwood with us. Um, for those of you who are just joining in, Tyler is uh, one of those guys that gets to play for his dad. Now, there I have coached my kids, so I know what that's like. I mean, there are like, it is, it's awesome coaching your children. It's also being the child, trust me, I know that I am so much harder on my kids than I am everybody else and have different expectations and different, you know, it's tougher on them. And then you got to, you know, you know, you know, that's coming in. How hard is it to play for your dad and how hard it was to, to, to play for him and kind of be the brunt of many times when he's mad at somebody else, but he yells at you just because you're there. Um, it was something I, it, it took a little getting used to my, maybe my first year at CNF Austin. Luckily uh, we were, we were a really experienced team. I had a lot of good guys around me and I, I was coming off of an ACL. So I wasn't super I didn't even start practicing until about January of my freshman year. So that was a great learning experience year. Uh, then Oklahoma State coming in, uh, it, it got easier the older I got. And, you know, I always understood where he was coming from. And uh, I have no problem. I had never really had any problem with it. And, and truth be told, the biggest thing is, is the relationship with the guys in the locker room. Uh, they know you're one of the guys. Like, so when they, they see my dad coaching me really hard, it, makes it easier for them to accept coaching if I accept it. And, and I kind of enjoyed that. I took that on and I was, I was happy to be that guy. So uh, playing for my dad, I wouldn't change it for the world. Best six years of my life. Uh, super blessed. I got to do it for four at Illinois. Uh, was a part of the two, two teams that really, I feel, turned, turned the program around, got back to the NCAA tournament. Uh, it was special, special four years. So as you uh, now, I used to have, is there something you did like with my oldest daughter, we'd have a game or whatever. Our deal was this, like I'd, I'd chew her, chew her out, whatever I'd get on or whatever. After the game, we always got ice cream. It was our thing. We'd go get ice. Is there something you and your dad did? Like he'd get on you and then after practice, you, you let it go and you go do something. Is there something that connects or clicks there? Yeah, one of, one of the things I think my dad's great at that probably doesn't get enough praise is he coaches us really hard, but after practice or off the court, it's always lighthearted joking. Like, he'll, we'll joke about it afterwards. Or, for instance, the running joke, I, I think all six years of my career, I was the first player on the treadmill every year, the first practice. <laughs> so the running joke would be like, I, I wonder what, what I'm going to do this year to be the first guy on the treadmill. Like, he just never does. So it was all in lightheartedness and I always understood uh, where he was coming from and I wanted to be coach and I wanted to get better. Um, in terms of game days, um, trying to, he always had Howard warmups. I didn't want to run any Howard warmups. That was kind of our thing. Yeah. So, but 
Yeah, given the insight. And, you know, you always wonder, like, how they're going to warm up because a lot of times, you know, the assistants are out there. You're out there with them. You see, you get to interact with them. So you can give that insight. As you get up, so here, another question that I have is I always wonder, like, as you're – how much game planning were you involved in as a player? Like, I mean, is there – how much did you te- – give feedback and, and obviously you're going to be a big part of this scouting analytics side of things now how much of the were you involved as a player uh last year was a great year of experience for me uh got to spend a lot of time with uh uh coach coach alexander he was a big part of the offensive stuff um have known coach alexander my whole life uh and he would he would you know we would go watch films uh whether it was a, a past game of ours or whether it was Indiana and we were going to go watch their last five games, but he kind of took me under his wing, helped me a lot. Um, obviously me and my dad have watched a ton of film growing up. Um, and as a player, it would always be like, you know, kind of, what do you see on the court? Like, do you like this? Do you like this? And I got to, I got to adjust that. I adjust to that. I get feedback. Um, and then defensively last year, you know, just working with Chen, uh, and all of that, it was it was a great experience. I, I learned a lot about just kind of what goes into it on the coaching side in terms of uh, the process of it. Um, probably something I didn't appreciate enough until last year. Uh, but yeah, I I, I don't want to say I don't want to overstate what I did, but it was more of a uh, like an internship in, in a way. I was more watching and, and giving feedback and ideas, but I wasn't you know, set in stone like this or that, but it was a great year of learning and I'm excited to keep building on that. Is there a, so, so as you, you're, as far as your dad, I mean, how has your dad changed? Like you, 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 nobody else is as close to him as you are and has seen, how has he changed as a coach over the six years that you've been a player under him? Obviously, you know, you've done your whole life, but I mean, over the past six years, how's he changed as a coach? Well, I think another one of the, the things he's very in touch with is, is he's always changing. He wants to get better. He's not stuck in, in one way or one scheme or one offense. Uh, he wants to he wants to scheme for the fit of our roster and, and we'll change things year to year, as, as you guys have seen. So so he's changed a lot. I mean, when we got here. We were playing in line up the, up the line defense pressure, picking up full court. Uh, we've really dialed it back on the defensive side of the ball in terms of just pressure. Offensively, we were running the pinch post, pinch post spread offense, which was tons of cutting and off ball movement. And and now we've gone to we're one of the, I think ten most we set, top, we were top ten in ball screen set last year. Uh, so he so he is always changing. Um, and then the one thing with him when he gets older guys that he trusts, he he really relies on them and and gives them a lot of freedom and say and and, and input. Uh, so he so he's changed a lot and he changes year to year. And for him, you know, every year there's different buttons that need to be pushed. So he adjusts accordingly. Yeah, I think his flexibility, nothing shows his flexibility, maybe more than having a completely new assistant coaching staff and and right. like and not missing a beat. I mean, it's like the same. I mean, right. just kind of going through and just hey, we'll plug and play. We'll take this guy, you know, bring in Chester Frazier, you know, move Jeff to here, bring in Tim Anderson. I mean, what a what a great, you know, what a great thing for him to show that flexibility off with that um, new staff. Speaking of the new staff, have you've had a lot of time to interact. How do you think they're meshing well uh, or through this process? Uh, unbelievable. It's been a un- we've had an unbelievable summer on and off the court. Um 
we'll start with Chester's unbelievable. He's, he's, he's a bulldog. He's energetic. Uh, he relates to the players. He's a great basketball mind. Uh, he's a tireless recruiter. Uh, have been very, very impressed with Chester. Uh, he's a guy I'll, I love to pick his brain, love to hear how, what he's thinking. Uh, Coach Alexander's a guy who I've known my whole life. Uh, he's one of the better offensive minds I've ever been around. I, people will be, very, will be very excited about some of the stuff he can bring offensively. Uh, he has great ideas as well, and he's a guy who our guys know and is familiar with, and, and our guys love him. Uh, he's familiar with the program and knows where we started it, and I think that adds value. Uh, really excited about Jeff. He's in his in his bigger role, and he he's been unbelievable this summer on the court with the guys. Uh, and then Tim, I'm super excited about. Uh, obviously, his player development background is super impressive, uh, and just getting a sneak peek of that this summer was was really cool. Our guys loved it. He brings a lot of energy to the gym as well. He's a guy who's worked with tons of NBA players. And our guys value that and, and, and what he could bring to the table uh, from a player development standpoint uh, was, was great to see this offseason. Uh, and I'm super excited about all three of them. I think they're all three unique and different pieces, and they all three are going to help us uh, go as far as we can this year. Now we've got, now we got another guy joining us here. You, you might know a little bit. Um, you know, uh, Brandon Wildman joins us on 30 for 30, and um, he he and Tyler know each other a little bit. I, Brandon, do you have any questions for Tyler that you know maybe important stuff? You know maybe some some give it give us some dirt on Tyler here so we can you know embarrass him a little bit on thirty for thirty. Just don't just don't ask about my golf. Just don't ask about my golf game. <laughs> oh man, that's exactly what I was going to go for. That was that's the that's the juggler for Tyler. You know, start out the golf game question. No, Tyler, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. I'm glad you you're getting this opportunity. Um, you know, I I told. Anyone that's talked to me or asked me about it, you know, I told Brad too, is that, you know, no one deserves this more than you. You put, you know, put that effort in. I'm excited to see what you can do for it. I honestly, you know, I don't have a ton of questions regarding, you know, the operational side because, you know, I, I don't know what you guys have already discussed. Um, I have the biggest hard hitting question. Who has the best golf game out of you, your dad, Jeff, you know, maybe Chester. I, I don't know. Who's got the best golf game? Well, I, I played in the rebounders event with Chester the other day, and it's definitely not Chester. <laughs> uh, I think I I think I think my old man still takes the cake. He's really? he's still a really good golfer. Uh, he's got a super good wedge game, which I, I can't claim. But yeah, he's he he shoots in the high seventies most days, so he's definitely still the best on staff. Coach Alexander has some work to do. I think I think I, I'm a clear number two though. You're a clear. I definitely two. hit the ball the furthest. <laughs> hey, it's it's clear those, number two on the stats. It's those clubs you use. I'm telling you. And I I don't know. I think yeah, the there's gauntlet, magic in the clubs. The gauntlet has been thrown down here for Coach Alexander, Coach. And I, I tell you what, if you tell Chester he's not very good at something, next year he may kick all your butts in there. He, he'll be like in there. He'll be at Top Golf. You know, he'll be driving to Top Golf at the range. You know, in the 5 a.m. at the range. You know, you just never know. That guy's. He's a grinder, man. He needs a lot more than top golf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, another question quickly for you, Tyler. Uh, why weren't you at the uh, the state fair with your dad there? See, that's a great that's a great question, Brandon. I, I would have loved at the state fair, but it just so happened on that morning I had a tea time. <laughs> oh, where'd you play? <laughs> a champagne. Champagne. Yeah. Nice. So priorities. So you know. You could have could have seen the heifer show, 
and, and you could have could have gone viral on the on the Twitter Twitter page. But uh, we got to play some golf. We definitely need to play some golf. I'm gonna, I was gonna say I'm gonna have to get you guys down here to Florida. Get you some real courses. Yeah, I like the resort courses down there. Oh, I mean, yeah. I can't say no to Florida golf. So. <laughs> So, Tyler, as you look at your team this year, what are you thinking uh, as far as, I mean, how do you set your goals, expectations? What, what are you hoping to achieve this year? I mean, I, I feel like maybe I'm crazy. I like this. When you're in the top 10, you're a legit Final Four contender, and, and that's and win a Big right. Ten title. Is that is that realistic? Right. Yeah. One thing we've done is, you know, and this is, it goes back to my dad's philosophy is, is every year is a new year and you start from you start from square one so it's about getting getting this team better day by day by day um and and we talk expectations and this and that but you know it, it goes back to and you've heard it a million times just being everyday guys controlling what we can control which is the little things doing our job to the best of our abilities um and then see where it happens. And do I think if, if we do that, we're, we're a final four, we have, we have a chance to be a final four team. Absolutely. Um, but if you just got to take it day by day in this, and if you start looking too far ahead, you can get, you can have your ups and downs, but yeah, I think this team's just as talented. It's as talented as a team as, I, as I've been around. Uh, we're super deep. We have veterans. We've played in the NCAA tournament. Uh, we know how grueling the Big Ten, the Big Ten's uh, slate is, uh, so I'm excited. I think this team has a chance to be really special. So who's my surprise guy? Is there a surprise guy? There's a guy who made surprise, like because we know we know Trent, we know Monte, we know Bello, we know Kofi, we know those guys. Is there a surprise? Um, I think I think there's a couple. I mean, in terms of of, of older guys, I think. Austin Hudson obviously is a guy no one's seen, uh, but we've seen for for two years now in practice. He, he's he's kind of a do it all big. Well, we're super excited about him. He's had a great summer. Uh, I think another guy who can take a big jump is is Coleman Hawkins, and he has unbelievable basketball instincts. And he has a year in the weight room. He has a year in the program, uh, and he he showed it. He had another great summer, and and and. It, showed more confidence and so excited about both of those two guys and then super excited about all three of our freshmen you know they're all super young but they've all shown flashes this summer of, of being able to be really good players so there you have it we uh we have tyler underwood we what we've learned here is that you know it, he his golf game definitely needs some work um we, we know that and we've learned about the only basketball team a little bit so, so we've got the important stuff. So, hey, Tyler, man, hey, I appreciate you coming on with uh, Brandon and I here. Um, you, you've been a good sport, uh, taking some ribbing from us a little bit, and uh, and uh, we're excited to see what what happens. You know, you got a big fall with you know recruiting, and then we go into the season uh, not too long, and uh, it, it's in a couple months we'll be right, we'll be really uh, hot and heavy with basketball. It's here. So. All right, Tyler Underwood, uh, thanks for being on Sturdy for 30. Really appreciate you coming on, and uh, we're going to see you uh, probably in a week or so at the uh, Nebraska football game. I assume you're going to be out there watching. Can't wait. We'll see you there.